Namaste. What a beautiful evening it is this evening. Really, if it's peaceful, it's quiet. There's a slight breeze. You can hear the rustling of the plants and the trees in the background. Also got my dog on my bed who lies there peacefully, probably dreaming of running in the fields and chasing birds and probably buzzing about another buzz, buzz Christmas papers. I could have found one now. But um, just a beautiful, beautiful moment and I wanted to take this evening to talk about change, of shedding the skin, and how I guess this year has been filled with change for a lot of us. A lot of us have maybe relocated, we've started new jobs, we've ended relationships, we've maybe gone into new relationships, there's just been a lot of change. Um, for me personally, there's been friendships lost. There's been relationships lost. There's been a lot of growth as well. There's been excitement. There's been, there's been moments this year where I didn't think I could be happier. You know, they were just so good. There were also moments where I thought I'd possibly hit rock bottom. I'm still here though. Fast forward, you know, it's been nearly 12 months. Nearly 12 months of 2021. Well, it's nearly month 12, should I say. It's been almost 11 months, which is crazy in itself. And at the moment, time time is moving so fast but I can't help think that it's also because we live in such a fast-paced world but I'm not talking about that today today I'm talking about change and, and shedding skin and evolving and a lot of the conversations I've had recently have been around this fear of change but also this um Letting what's happened in the past overcome us and label us, you know, what we think we deserve to be labeled. And it's a bit like that saying, we accept the love we think we deserve. And I can't remember what movie that's from, but I know that Paul Rudd is in that movie. So if anyone knows, I'm going to put it in a question and a question in this um on this podcast if anyone knows please answer it i think if i'm not mistaken it was the one with him and steve carell where steve carell was that person who makes little little stories or situations with mice petrified mice or whatever it is but anyway we accept the love we think we deserve and i think the same goes with we label ourselves according to how we think others want to label us almost like that thing that we want to label ourselves something before someone else does so that they can't use it against us you know we go through something we go through heartbreak or 
we go through just being mean to somebody and destroying their their image and breaking them down or you know reacting to something in a very stupid and callous way that we then you know we give ourselves this label and sometimes we decide we need to keep this up keep this image up we've now given ourselves this label there's almost no way that we can't be that type of person and i think unfortunately it happens to a lot of people they go through one thing they they label themselves and then they don't believe that they can change or shed that skin and i read something you know important the other day and it was you know when you shed your skin when you go through change, it's going to hurt. Because it's a, it's a part of you that's dying. It's an old part of you. And you think of a snake shedding its skin. I mean, that, that used to be its protective layer. It's shedding its skin. It's getting rid of the part that used to protect it. It's dead. It's dying. You think about change. It's a part of you that's dying, that you're leaving behind. And people are fearful of change. In both senses, you know, people are afraid to change themselves and people are also afraid that, that those that are closest to them will change. I think the best analogy I can give is when you love a certain artist, musician, you love their style. For example, for me, it's Leon Bridges. I love Leon Bridges and I love his music, but my favorite, I guess, genre of music of his is from his first album. And I loved it so much. It was like bringing back, it was like new school 60s. I mean, it was, you know, like Sam Cooke kind of vibes, bringing them back, but in like 2019 or 2018, I think it was. And I just loved it. And then his second album came out and I was so excited and I started listening and I thought, this is, it's not the same, you know, he's changed. Why did he change? I used to love his old stuff. I used to love it. Well, I fell in love with him. And then he changed it. And I was a little bit annoyed. And then, you know, I would say to some of the other people that I knew listened to Leon Bridges and loved Leon Bridges. And like, aren't you annoyed? I mean, I was really hoping that he came out with an album very similar to the first one, that kind of music, that kind of vibe, because I vibed with that, man. I really vibed with it. And then it wasn't the same. And I was, I was so annoyed. And then, you know, when I thought about it, I was like, here I am, me, sitting here, haven't accomplished much, you know, in terms of the, the greatest scheme of things compared to Leon Bridges, who's released this platinum winning album, you know, he's doing all these tours worldwide, and here I am complaining about the fact that he's changed his style of music, which has resonated with a whole different group of people now. So he's almost doubled the amount of fans that he's had. And I'm complaining about it. I mean, what kind of position am I in to be complaining about that? But also, when you think about it on a, on a deeper level, I'm upset because he's changing. I'm frustrated because he's changing. He's not the same. Why? Because I was comfortable. 
point my point about saying this is not that you know you, you you've got to pretend to love everything and you know everything that changes is good because that's not true obviously and yes i re-listened to his second album and i i absolutely love it as well because i i you know took that mental image of associate or boxing i was boxing him into one genre into one style and that's all i thought that's all he's capable of and then realized that he's actually capable of so much more and when as soon as i unboxed him you know really opened my mind and i thought this is amazing i hope he changes again for his third album and you know bob's your uncle there he did he changed it was completely different to the previous two albums and a lot of the times when you hear musicians when they get interviewed Mumford and Sons came out and said it as well after they released their I think it was their second no their third album and everyone was also like what, what is this it sounds like a I don't know a Black Keys 2.0 this doesn't sound like Mumford and Sons with the banjos and the farms and all that kind of stuff and, and a lot of these artists they come out and they say we want to showcase our full potential and what we're capable of our full range don't just want to give people a tiny little bit of what we're about you know it's like having an album of life where you've got photos from when you were young all the way through to you know seven years old and you only show people when you were five that's the only photos that you show them I guess that's kind of what it's like because naturally you know you change physically as you grow you change emotionally you change men- mentally as well one thing that you don't change though and it's something I've been reading up about and listening to quite a lot is you don't change your spirit or your soul your soul is always going to be the same and it always has been the same Your emotions change your personality changes but as I've spoken about before those things are affected by your environment and the people that you surround yourself with and the places that you go and the things that you do those aren't inherent with your vibrational frequency your universal frequency and maybe that's why we're afraid of change because deep down soulful or spiritual level we know that we don't change but because we live in this human vessel on earth we expect change because it happens all the time but we don't know how to deal with it because inherently we we don't change but i think change is good change is growth Like I've said it's leaving behind a part of you that is dying. Something that you've outgrown. We outgrow clothes. We don't get upset with that. I can't remember when I was about 10 years old. And I was wearing, you know, size 9 to 10 or 10 to 11. Um Well, actually, you know, the best moment was when you had that last level of wearing children's clothes. You know, it's like 13 to 14, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's the last one. 
and then you finally get to the point where you can now start wearing a small like a, a real like a men's size small you don't have to shop in the kitty section anymore and you ask your mom mom no no we don't go to the kids section i'm not a kid anymore i don't wear size 13 to 14 or a small now that was a good change i love that change because i was like here i am you know i'm a man because it was change it's changing it's exciting I think that's how we should see change, if I'm honest. We should see it as this exciting thing. Even if we don't know what the outcome is going to be. Obviously, yes, we're going to get nervous. We're going to get anxious. Trust me, I'm going through that at the moment. But I'm also excited. Because when you know change is coming, the only way you can prepare for it is to just be open to anything. Because for a while, everything is going to be the new normal. Whether it's for a day, whether it's for three days. I mean, I think back to when I was traveling in Cambodia. And, you know, I I went to go and teach. And long story short, ended up, you know, going on the party islands and doing all those fun, crazy things. But while I was there so much change was happening like constantly and change was the only constant that and possibly you know going on a bender and having too much to drink but you just never knew how your day or how your week or even how the rest of that month was going to go so you would start off on one island doing something like you know working behind a bar or doing whatever and you wouldn't know how long that was going to last because you wouldn't know how long you were going to enjoy it for if somebody else came that you knew from a different island or you met new people or there was another opportunity or if you just ran out of money. Um, you just never knew what was going to happen. And then two days later, all the plans changed and jets setting off to a different island with different people and you bump into people that you've met before and... Oh, those are crazy times. Crazy, crazy. We never knew where we were going to stay. You know, we would stay in these hostels. And it would be, I don't know, two or three hundred baht a night. And we'd be like, cool, that's awesome. Like, you know, really, really cheap. We'd stay there for, you know, the minimum was two nights. We would just get the minimum because we didn't know, okay. We, we haven't gone inside. We haven't spent a night here. We don't know how it's going to be. And... Yeah, to cut a long story short, um, after those two days, you then decide, okay, cool, are we, are we staying or are we going? Um, yeah, one, of the, one of the craziest, not even crazy, it was just a very unfortunate, uncomfortable um, night. Uh, I think it was maybe the, what was our third, what was the third or fourth day? on this island, Kotal. Shout out to Kotal because it's a beautiful, beautiful island. If you ever want to go and do your diving license, honestly, Kotal is probably one of the best places to go in the world. I've heard this, I've seen it on travel guides and stuff, and I've also experienced it, not by diving myself. Um, I do feel like I need to go back and do that, but you know, I met some amazing people there who, who did it and just absolutely, absolutely loved it. Um... 
but anyway so it was our third or our fourth night and we just stayed in this really cool hostel but we thought no it was time to leave so me and my mates we decided to to go look for a new hostel and we found one on on this app hostel world and it was really really cheap like it was ridiculously cheap and it was like oh, proper jungle vibes so i was like oh sick that sounds awesome so we booked now we we paid like you know the minimum was i think two nights and we were like no let's just pay for four or five nights because you know this is going to save us a lot on costs that we could rather use for food or, or drinking or going on excursions or whatever and we got to this place and i promise you it was I mean, it was beautiful because it was in nature, but it was like, yeah, it was like, if, if any of you that are listening grew up in South Africa and went on like school camps, like kids camp and things like that, it was like, it was like that. I mean, we got there and the mattresses were basically like judo mats, you know, those hard mats that you would, you know, use when you were playing judo or playing judo, whatever it was. And I mean, the day that we arrived, I wasn't in a good space um, mentally or emotionally and I just yeah just thought goodness me so dropped our stuff off you know spent the day at the beach went on excursions had fun and then sort of forgot that we had to go back to this place at night and we went back and man I mean you had mosquitoes the size of your fingernails that were flying around and just absolutely it was the most uncomfortable night I've ever had in my life, I think. Basically, sleep, I ended up sleeping on the floor. These giant mosquitoes, it was probably 35 degrees at night. There was a constant light shining through the one window and it was just, oh. So needless to say, the next morning, we didn't even ask for a refund. We just said, we can't stay here. I can't, I can't stay. And it, the thing is, that's how quickly it happens. I mean, we just, we booked for five nights and then we just did no 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 and we got out of there that was just a little bit of a fun story just to encapsulate change and how how good it can be for you because the next night actually that's where the story is leading because the next night or the more well, that very day when we decided to leave you know that we got on the back of this um bucky truck thingy and they took us in our luggage and basically just dropped us in the middle of town of this island because we didn't know where we were going and we found this cool hostel and we thought oh, you know what it's a little bit more expensive but let's go there and we decided to go there i promise you i met the most amazing people there the most amazing people guy from canada guy from america uh, these three girls from um holland or the netherlands who else was there um I think that was about it. In the beginning, that was that was it. And it was me and my mate from South Africa. And then we became friends with the guy, the bartender from the hostel who was from Thailand. And I promise you, for the next four days, we just spent every every minute of the day together. And we would just do everything together. We would have, we would have dinner together. We would have so much fun. And I guess upon realization in telling the story, is that change can often lead to such amazing things when you just, you know, allow it to. Give it the opportunity and it'll lead you to the right place. And, you know, to go from somewhere, I mean, it was a funny experience staying in that 
jungle place and just absolutely not feeling comfortable there and deciding to just change at last minute to then taking us to this incredible setup with these incredible people who I still keep in touch with today it just shows you that if you allow nature and you allow life to just take you on this journey you'll never be lost and I'm going to leave you with that I'm going to leave you with that because it's I'm feeling good I'm on a high I hope you're feeling on a bit of a high as well if you're not I got a bit of work to do so I'll think of some more some more stories some more cool vibes cool energies but I want to say thank you to everyone who's come back who's listened again I love you I appreciate you and as always never forget Kensho never forget the meaning of Kensho the enlightenment the finding one's true nature and soul never forget Kensho And with that namaste i love you i'll speak to you soon